0: Hey there, and welcome back to the SPED Prep Academy podcast. I am excited to have you back for episode three. In today's episode, we are going to talk about hiring paraprofessionals. But if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. So let's dive right in. When I first became a special education teacher, I was 23 years old. I had come out of college, probably like a lot of you, knowing that I would have a paraprofessional or two who worked with the students and who would support me. But I never had any formal training on being a supervisor, and I didn't really understand that I would be their direct supervisor and would therefore be responsible for their schedules, evaluations, for providing them with training and support, for keeping the peace when there's multiple paras. I didn't have the first clue how to do any of this. And to be totally transparent with you, I struggled. A lot. And for a long time. I had parents who wouldn't show up or wouldn't call when they were going to be gone. I didn't know how to delegate or give instructions. I was too scared to tell them I didn't want them on their phones or that they weren't following my lessons appropriately. But in my defense, I didn't go to college to be a boss, gosh dang it. I went to college to work with children. I knew how to do all of those things with kids. So I didn't have the skill set or the knowledge or even the confidence to supervise these adults, much less choose what adults I was going to hire. So when it came time to hire a new parent, I was a little, okay, I was a lot nervous. I guess I felt like I had to say yes to them just because they had applied and I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings by not giving them a job. So I sat in the room with my principal and we asked some lame ass questions and the interviewee answered with some answer they thought sounded good or that they thought I would want to hear. And well, congratulations, you are hired. Be here tomorrow at 7.45 a.m. Now this could be similar to a scenario that you yourself have been in. So I want to give you the tools to find a better way. As a special educator, I have come to realize that In order to have a strong department full of people who want to be working for you and who want to be doing the job that they're doing is the basis for having a successful program within your school. And it can be almost magical when the right team comes together. I will say that right now we have a great team. There's 10 of us, three teachers and seven paras, and our personalities all kind of go well together. We don't have any major issues. And when little things arise, we meet them head on and we fix them. And it's just a great group of people to work with. And so it can happen, you just have to put those things in place to make them happen. So let's jump right in and discuss the first step. And one of the biggest obviously in building that strong special education department. And that is interviewing paraprofessionals. Now, I have worked in the same district for my entire career, and I have worked for multiple principals, and each of those administrators varied in their style of hiring paraprofessionals. So depending what administrator I was working for, I have gone from having zero input into who was hired to work in my department and was told things like so-and-so will start tomorrow to having full decision-making powers. I honestly don't prefer either one of those choices. Currently, I have an assistant principal who does the hiring, but respects my input, asks what questions I want to have answered, involves me in the hiring process, and allows me to have the final say of yes or no. And believe me, I have learned how to say no. And I consider myself lucky to be in this type of position for several reasons. First off, Having support and helping you make this important decision is great because you want to be able to have someone else's input and be able to talk through how the interview went, what were some of the red flags that stood out, and whether or not they think that they would make a good hire. And then, secondly, having that support from an actual administrator makes me feel so much more secure in my decisions because, well, it wasn't just me deciding, it was a team effort. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, well, they didn't see the red flags either. So it takes some of the pressure off of me whenever someone has to be let go in the future. Knowing an admin is going to back you up sure does make life so much easier when hiring and firing. But if this is not the case for you, if you have an administrator or the process at your district is just that they place paraprofessionals in your room at their discretion, My advice to you is to at least try to have some input into who is hired for your department. Speak to your administrator and ask if you can be included in the interviews. It may be that they just don't think about having you come because they know how busy you are and they don't want to burden you. Or it may be that they didn't know you were interested in being there at all. Having a conversation and asking if you can be included on the interviews is a must. Why? Because you are the person who will be working directly with this paraprofessional on a daily basis. And honestly, as good of intentions as your administrator has, it is highly likely that they don't have much of an idea of what you do on a daily basis. But it could be that your administrator who, for whatever reason, just wants to do it themselves. So if you are not invited to the interview at all, but are aware that there will be an interview offer to provide the administrator with a list of questions that you have for them. In the show notes, you can find a link to a document that I have made of questions to ask. These questions range from breaking the ice to going over confidentiality, job requirements, and their role in dealing with parents. I would imagine that most administrators would be delighted to get a set of questions to ask, but don't be offended if they already have their own lists. If you are in complete control of who you hire, be sure to conduct a thorough interview. Don't rush this process and don't just hire any warm body who comes in for an interview to fill your position. This is most likely a recipe for disaster and you are probably going to end up regretting it later if you do. I like to be upfront with a new hire and give them an outline of the expectations I have for my classroom. This doesn't have to be in-depth You'll get to that later if they are hired, but they at least need to know what their job description is. Give the individual your undivided attention by asking lots of questions to get a good feel for how they will fit into your program. See how the natural flow of communication happens. Allow them to ask questions of you and give honest answers. If they don't have questions, that might be a little bit of a red flag for me. So I would ask them some situational questions like, what would you do if dot, dot, dot kinds of things. You just want to get them talking to get a feel for their personality and communication style. You don't have to tell them all the horror stories you've been through, but you definitely don't want to sugarcoat anything either. And lastly, take a tour of the building and allow the individual to see the classroom and their proposed schedule. More often than not, the new hire has never stepped foot in a special education classroom. But You can get a feel if they would be a good fit or not just by observing their body language. Are they pulling away from the kids as they come up to them? Are they engaging in conversation with the other paras? It's important at this stage that you let them see the reality of your day Do not avoid letting them see the student who's having a meltdown. They need to know what they're signing up for because it's not in anyone's best interest to bring in someone or to hire someone who's just going to turn around and quit a few days or a few weeks later. The bottom line is you are trying to find an individual whom you feel will make a good fit, someone who will be able to take direction, get along with other adults, and someone whom the kids will love and respect. You are looking for someone to help you build a strong department that runs smoothly. Well, as smoothly as any special education department can run. But you understand what I'm trying to say? This is your program. And the parents who work for you, like it or not, are a direct reflection on you. Their success is your success and their failures are your failures. So take your time and put in the work to find the right person. So that's it. My two cents when it comes to hiring a paraprofessional. I will say that I've been in this boat more times than I would like to admit to. When you teach for 25 years, you're going to go through a lot of paras. You just just are. It just comes with a job. But if you do your homework and you put in the effort up front, it's quite possible that you can find a good crew who will be with you for many, many years. If you liked what you heard today and you realized that you found your SPED soulmate, I would love it if you'd go ahead and give the show a review. You can find the show notes on my website at www.spedprepacademy.com podcast. And as soon as this episode ends, head over there and check things out and get signed up for my free resource library. I want to thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am and I want you to grow into an amazing educator. So I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran special education teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. Go out and make it a great day, and I will catch you on the next show.